Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in studio today, and summer is fast approaching, so don't forget to make a Mississippi vacation part of your summer plans. Head on over to visitmississippi.org to learn a little more. And my guest today couldn't have shown up on a better national day because it is National Blueberry Pie Day, so we get to debate whether a cheesecake is a pie or a cake or maybe Maybe neither. We'll find out. But joining us in studio today for a fun cheesecake conversation is Cotton Blues cheesecake owner Chris Artario and pastry chef Sean Davis, who is his business partner. It's been quite the two years for you guys. I think, Chris, we were talking in the green room the last time you joined us here on Good Things. I was with child, and that child is about to turn two. So that tells you how long it's been since we have seen you. So welcome to you both. Thank you. It goes Thank by you. fast. It goes by fast, but for some small business owners, particularly in the restaurant world, Chris, we learned that 2020 kind of went by slow or at least painstakingly slow. So take us back to maybe the beginning of the pandemic. Um, what was what was life like for you guys there with Cotton Blues, the restaurant? Um, like everybody else, just a lot of uncertainty, not knowing what to expect. I, I remember having one conversation with a bar regular saying how, we all need to go inside our houses for two or three weeks and get this over with so we can go back to business. And then, you know, for a year later and still talking about it and people still getting sick and, and doesn't look like we're quite out of the woods yet. But it is definitely better, particularly here in Mississippi, seems to be doing a pretty good job with it. Well, you see, especially in the restaurant world, which here on Good here on Good Things as well as Super Talk, we really pushed. You need to get out and support your local restaurants. They are the ones who are hit, were one of the top that were hit the hardest when it comes to business during the pandemic and not everyone survived and some shifted or pivoted and that's what you guys did uh, with Cotton Blue but I did go on your Facebook page and I have to know from an owner's perspective how hard was it to write your December the 23rd post where you let at least your Facebook friends fans know that you would be closing your doors and shifting to shifting your business model yeah I I took a Xanax that day I mean it was it was hard it was it's it was um, it was hard from a staff standpoint and having to let people go and have them find other jobs. It's hard from customers that were fans of ours and being disappointed. It was a business that we put an unbelievable amount of time and effort and um, pride into. So it, it was tough to let go. But life happens for a reason. We started this grocery store-based business um, well before the pandemic. And so when the pandemic hit, I, I didn't have the same – um, fear and anxiety um, about my overall well-being and being able to provide a living for my family because we had started this business. If it was only the restaurant, I'm not quite sure what decision we would have made. And and we probably could have made the restaurant work, but it would have taken um, a whole lot more time for me to do so. 
and it would have taken away from the cheesecake business that has been um, growing and, and, and getting bigger and bigger, and it just seemed like the appropriate right decision at the time. Well, it feels like when something intense happens, like a pandemic, and I know that's an understatement to say that it was intense, but for small business owners, you had to look. I mean, so many stories came down, at least during that year, where businesses were doing things they never thought, from Cathead making vodka to now they were making hand sanitizers, to Blue Delta Jeans making jeans to then doing masks. and then. But you guys already kind of had that other notch in your in your uh, belt of things that you were doing which were the cheesecakes and i know that is the dream child or the chi- dream child or whatever you, you the child came from sean <laughs> not the dream child <laughs> I, it was your recipe sean it was your dream child i guess that came to be the cheesecake and you are also business partners with chris in cotton blues so let's go back to the conception of the cotton blue cheesecake where were what do you remember when you put the recipe together where were you in the restaurant what day was it what were you wearing i'm kidding but (laughs) where did it come from when i was a kid uh, my mom did not bake a lot and we had three channels on the tv one of which was pbs and julia child was always my favorite thing to watch after school and i saw her making a cheesecake one time and i was like what is this she's she's baking it because Growing up, mom always made jello no-bake cheesecake, and up until I saw Julia Child make one, I had no idea that was an actual cheesecake. And so I got a few different recipes and started kind of playing with it and figuring out what I wanted to do and how I thought cheesecake should taste, and trial and error until I felt like it was right, and that was what I was 15. And you weren't it, working for Chris at 15, nah, were you? Okay. No, I was not. So this, the cheesecake <laughs> secret was with you, Sean, for how many years until you served it first in the restaurant? Uh, six. That math's right. Yeah. Six years. So 21, 22-ish mm-hmm. is when you started to become a pastry chef. So did you just make this cake for friends and family and sort of show it off? Or did you know you had a little bit of a diamond in the rough there? I, sh- I showed it off every every chance I got. <laughs> every ch- Okay, so Chris, it's you know, anytime you put something new on a menu, you always wonder, is it going to be a hit? And I'm sure you rotate things in and out. Did Sean come to you and say, hey, Bowles, you want to try my cheesecake? Or is it basically like, this cheesecake's going on the menu and they're going to love it? No, um, I'm not even sure. I can't remember if I tasted it before we started. I probably did taste it before we started serving to customers. But Sean tells a story about how his um, professor at culinary school at Cordon Bleu in Las Vegas said, I'm not going to graduate you unless you tell me your cheesecake recipe. So I kind of thought, I thought, I kind of thought he was a little bit full of it. Like, oh, that's a, that's a cute story to, to, you know, promote yourself. I was like, well, let's try it. Let's make the cheesecake. And he made it. And that night, you just knew we had something special. I mean, the first night, you just see just the feedback and the comments and the way people responded to it. And it was shortly after that, that I was watching. It didn't matter who the client was or what demographic they were, if they were a young person or, or not, they were coming in and buying $8 slices to go constantly and maybe not even get any other food. Just, hey, I just want to come in and get a slice of cheesecake. And that's when I said, we got to figure out a way to sell this in more places than just this one restaurant. And that's where the conception of starting this business What year happened. of that was this, where the cheesecake, where the Cotton Blue Cheesecake Company kind of started to be birthed in the background of Cotton Blue, the restaurant? So probably 2011 going to 2012. 
And then it just started kind of growing and mm-hmm. snowballing from there, which brings us to present day, which is where you shifted and put most of your efforts. But the cool part is, is may, you just shifted your Mississippi-based business in in a different way. Maybe you close, you did close down your storefront Cotton Blues, but you've opened up a whole new sort of industry within Mississippi to make these great cheesecakes. Oh yeah, we have a fifteen thousand square foot production facility in Waynesboro, Mississippi. Probably produce between six and eight hundred cheesecakes a day and growing um, rapidly. So um, I would think by the fourth quarter of this year, we'll probably be producing a couple thousand cheesecakes a day. And and it's been a it's tedious. It's not easy to break into grocery stores. That's why so many people try to. Um, you've seen a lot of success with beverage companies getting bought out by Coca Cola or Pepsi because they broke into grocery stores. I think Conor McGregor just sold his. Um, whiskey company for six hundred million dollars and and liquor stores are kind of the same way it's finite amount of shelf space so in a grocery store it's the same thing so it's it's a big fight it's these large corporations do everything they can to make sure they hang on to their shelf space and don't give it up to people like us and so you can buy your way in if you have deep deep pockets which obviously we don't and being a small company or you can get yourself in because your product's so good. I mean, I have some business skills and some sales skills to be able to, to get the company to where we were. But if I was trying to sell a average product or the same product as anybody else's, I'd stand no chance. It doesn't matter how good a salesperson you are. It's his recipe that makes a difference. What does that feel like to you, Sean, knowing that your your recipe that you created at 15 years old is still – you know, it's being shipped all over the world and now being made 600 and so, or 600, 800 a day, I think he mentioned. It's crazy. It's pretty great. Pretty great. It's a great ego boost. <laughs> I'm all about it. <laughs> so I need to know, did you go back to your, um, to your professor or, uh, instructor there in Las Vegas? Did he get the recipe out of you? Um, so she was very intimidating. She's a very small lady, but very intimidating. And I just wrote it on a napkin. And it was like here. Did you not I like accidentally put a little bit too much sour cream in there? I'm not gonna lie. I was gonna say either that or like <laughs> lick your finger as you slid it over, so right, some of the ingredients it. sort of smudged just a teeny bit. Or like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, did you ever hear back from her? Did she ever try it? Um, so I, she tried it and she really liked it. That's why she wanted the recipe. Uh, honestly, um, but I haven't talked to her since then. Oh, well, I'm sure she's listening to good things. So <laughs> she will have to let us know if she if she ever tried it, maybe reduce the amount of sour cream. But I love the idea just with the ingredients. You're very out front with them on the product and the packaging. I mean, you even share it. It's just seven simple ingredients. Mm-hmm. But we had the opportunity to taste a cotton blue cheesecake before coming on the air. And I'm not going to lie. We're going to taste some during the break. And he's right. He took those seven ingredients and made something pretty fantastic. So we're going to continue this story and more cheesecake talk coming up next here on Good Things.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, early clouds turning mostly sunny, high near 86. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 66. Thursday, a 40% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 85. And for your finally Friday, partly sunny conditions, slight chances of rain, high near 73. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. From trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture. With all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving, the farmer's market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm-fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is... Ridgeland Mitsubishi is your truck and Jeep headquarters. Yep, you heard that right. Your truck and Jeep HQ. Whether you're looking for a two-wheel drive, 4x4, or a diesel, come check out our amazing truck selection. Every brand, every size, lifted and customized. We've got them. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hardtops, Softtops, lifted and kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. We're sure to have exactly what you're looking for. Because we are your truck and Jeep HQ. Bad credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit specialist work hard to get you approved no matter your past credit history 100 credit approval is our number one goal plus bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it even if you don't buy a new one from us what are you waiting for get to your truck and jeep hq at ridgeland mitsubishi where nobody walks away because everybody saves 1860 east county line road call 896-9600 today or visit ridgelandmitsubishi.com remember you're approved at ridgeland mitsubishi see you for details with proof credit Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. good things to do in our state. You can plan your very own one-of-a-kind Mississippi trip over at visitmississippi.org. And we are learning about Mississippi's very own one-of-a-kind cheesecake, and that is Cotton Blue's Cheesecake Company. It is between business partners Chris and Sean, who pivoted during the pandemic to really focus on the cheesecake business. But, Sean, first, let's let's close out the debate. Is a cheesecake, is it a pie, 
Is it a cake or is it something else? So ours is technically a custard. So what makes it a custard? Um, the binding ingredient in ours is whole eggs. Oh. There's not any cornstarch or flour or anything in the mix to kind of keep it together. And I saw, too, where you um, advertised that there's no filler. So what, why is that important to separating y'all's cheesecakes from others? A lot of people put odd, very difficult to pronounce things in their cheesecake to keep it together or to make it stretch longer or, you know, what whatever they decide to do but ours is just the seven simple ingredients seven like simple ingredients and then it's amazing um that what it comes out to but that's two ingredients here that's made a great partnership for Car- cotton blues um cheesecake company so i'm curious chris or sean how did you two meet and start this business relationship um so Sean's mom is a nurse, and my dad is a handy person, but he's put himself in the emergency room a few times doing projects, and he was in the emergency room, and Sean's mom's taking care of him, and there he's bragging about me being a general manager of a country club in Hattiesburg, and she's bragging about him being a recent graduate from culinary school, pastry school. And they said, well, they should probably meet. Maybe he can hire him. So Sean calls me a few days later and says, hey, are you interested in a pastry chef? And I said, I, I could justify putting a pastry chef on staff, but you got to be able to accomplish this, this, and that. And and otherwise, I'm going to keep buying desserts, and I can't afford to pay for a pastry chef. He said, okay, I'm going to get back with you, and I never heard from him. And I remember thinking, like, what, what happened to that guy? And I was like, well, I'm not chasing him down. And So I had turned in my notice to the country club. I'd give him a long notice, like 90 days notice. And I was down to my last few days there, and I'd already cleaned out my office and I forgot something there. So I went back up, getting something out of my office. It's a Monday. The clubs close, 5 o'clock, and the phone rings. And I never answer the phone. Almost always would have just let it go to voicemail. And still to this day, I don't know why. But I was like, let me grab the phone. And I grabbed it. And it's Sean. He says, hey, do you remember me? I talked to you like two years ago. I said, yeah, I remember you. What What happened to you? He said, well, I just graduated and I wasn't really confident in taking on what you told me to take on. So I went to go work for a local bakery. But I think I'm ready to go out on my own now. You know, are you still interested in a pastry chef for the club? And I said, no, but I'm about to open up a restaurant. So I want you to come do a, a tasting interview with me. And that's how it happened. And Sean told me that if, if it wasn't for me grabbing the phone that day, he probably would have gone back to college to do something else because he didn't think he could make a living baking. And That's crazy. Yeah, you know, I don't know how life works and, and if we're all connected or things like that happen for a reason, but it sure seems like it because I, I do, I, like I said, I have no idea why I grabbed the phone that time and I did. So and there you did, and the rest is history, yep. sort of with that. So I'm curious in your um, baking tasting or however that works when you interview a chef, uh, uh, pastry chef. Never done that before. I mean, what did you make him? Um, I did a bourbon pecan pie, a lemon meringue tart. And something with apple. Was it an apple pie? You didn't make your cheesecake? I did not. Was that like your, <laughs> you know, you're hiding it behind, you know, your ace of spades or whatever it may be? Or is it was just like, ah, didn't think about my, didn't think about the cheesecake. I just. Too simple. We had talked about like more focus on pies because it was a southern restaurant and, you know, it was, it was just cheesecake. 
Sorry. It's not just cheesecake. <laughs> it's now your livelihood. And it's put, it's putting Mississippi's name on, on the spot, which I think is also part of this story, which is a good thing. But it's one thing to make a couple of cheesecakes for a restaurant, even a busy restaurant like Cotton Blues. It's another thing to start churning them out and being able to ship them all across, you know, the, um, the country as well as the world. So, what was the biggest hurdle from taking it from just a couple for your everyday customers to now where we're a full full blown production? Well, I mean, we had been doing it for a few years out of the restaurant, and Sean had a small little kitchen or bakery area that he would work out of, and it wasn't very profitable because it wasn't done very efficiently, and and we needed to scale up. It was time to scale up or quit doing it because we just couldn't keep plugging along the way we were. The biggest challenge, I think, in starting any business, and any entrepreneur will tell you this, it's, it's financing. It's money. You know, I mean, getting getting money to start something like this, and, you know, our ovens are $30,000 a piece, and our walk-ins are <clears throat> tens of thousands of dollars, and, and it, it takes a lot to get something like this off of the ground, and you're you're selling your cheesecakes, and you're having to wait to get paid, but you got to pay for the product to make it, and then you to, to scale up you need to buy a hundred thousand boxes at a time which takes a lot of cash and so that was the biggest challenge um, overall then um, scaling up really Sean and I just we would just do our research as best we can and ask a lot of questions we go to an international baking show in Las Vegas find out we'd go and find out who was a successful cheesecake company and then we'd say well who do they buy their equipment from and we'd go have a conversation with them and I've always been good at kind of faking it till we make it, and that's just what we really did for the first few years. But um, there's challenges every day. I mean, there's a lot of mistakes that oh, we've yeah. made and things that's cost us money and time, and, and you learn and you adjust and, and you pray that you uh, don't screw it up too bad until you figure it out. Is cheesecakes right now the only thing that you guys – are, and is that the only thing that you're going to focus on? For the moment, Yes. Well, you have several varieties. So you have your plain cheesecake, and then what are your other favorites that you put out? Um, we have a sea salted caramel swirl, a strawberry swirl, and a blueberry swirl. All of the sauces we actually make from scratch in the um, facility. Like every time we make blueberry swirl cheesecakes, we get blueberries from um, what's the name of the farm? Sandy Run, right? Yes, Sandy Run Farms and Nursery out in Hattiesburg. Um, grab their blueberries, took them down, some sugar and cinnamon, all that good stuff. It seems like all of your ingredients are so clean, so simple, so local as as possible. So where where is the like hard part? Like because <laughs> I mean, I know if I took the seven ingredients, I could go down to the farm myself and pick the blueberries. <laughs> whatever, it's not going to turn out the same in my uh, in my home. Obviously, I don't have the same type of equipment, but also the same type of skill. So, what is the skill in your handcrafted cheesecakes that make them different than, say, if me or or some other amateur baker tried to do it? You just have to know when to add everything. <gasps> Great answer. Like when it's ready. Like. Listen to it. You feel it. You know it in your soul. Because if you mess it up, then... You got to throw it all out and start again. I'm really feeling like we need to get you as one of the chefs on Nailed It, because I think that somebody could really screw up trying to make a cotton blue uh, cheesecake, thinking that it's, oh, it's just these simple ingredients, and then it just not turn out um, just that way. But you've actually gotten creative, too, with the way that you help uh, with distributing your cheesecakes. So what is the website, Gold Bellies, that you are now part of? I had never heard of that until today, but but I know I'm, I'm behind the times. No, Gold Bellies a, a fantastic website they 
they help restaurants um, get food to direct to people. So it's a platform that sells our product. And what makes it great for us is we get to sell alongside of Junior's and Eli's Cheesecake out of New York and Chicago. So the biggest guys in the game, and we put ours on the same platform as they do. And you talked about Nailed It. I would love for somebody to offer us a challenge because I'll put Sean's Cheesecake up against anybody's. I don't care how many they sell, and they sell a lot more than us. I know his his product would win in a, in a, in a competition. But um, And you're talking about ingredients, too, is also not compromising. I mean, there's been plenty of times where we said, well, let's try using artificial vanilla. And we try it, we go, nope. Or let's try using this generic cream cheese, and we try it rather than craft Philadelphia cream cheese, and we say no. So, But Gold Belly has, has offered us a great platform to sell, so we ship them nationwide. Anybody in the country can get them. Um, so it's been great to be on there. And it really feels like it worked out perfectly, too, because part of your process, mm-hmm. I think, is freezing it. And that mm-hmm. actually makes the shipping a whole lot um, easier. So when you think you're getting a frozen product, it can't be fresh. Well, that's kind of part of your recipe already, right? Exactly. It goes straight from the oven into the freezer. Always has. Just how I did it. And it and you can taste the difference if it doesn't go straight to the freezer and just goes to the fridge like that next day it's not the same like the texture comes partly from going straight to the freezer. So who was the first person that had your cheesecake beside yourself? My mom. Did she know you had a winner winner chicken dinner? Well, Everything I've ever done has been winning in her eyes. So. Of course, but that's the, but, but well, I say that, but then also from a mother's perspective, I mean, if you were going to serve it to some, it's like yes, it's delicious. Your mud pie's awesome, but please don't give it to the neighbors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so I mean, there is a level of trust that a mother has to at least have with their kid to you boost their ego, but then you kind of have to reel them in. I feel like your mother was like, "Come get my son's oh, yeah. cheesecake; it's fabulous," and it is. And we are going to continue our cheesecake in conversation with Chris and Sean coming up next. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard, and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Garden Mama here to ask, what about your trees? Hmm? Everybody like me who has big trees in their landscape needs a tree service, and mine is Matthew's Tree Service. The metro area's oldest residential tree service, they're licensed, insured, and ready to consult with you about damaged trees and healthy ones, too. Listen to your mama now and call Matthews for free estimates in the greater Jackson metro area. Call 601-316-8584. Matthews Tree Service. 
pool tables, ping pong, poker, classic arcades, football, sports decor, even kitchen and bar stools. You'll find it all at Game Room Gallery. Game Room Gallery has plenty to choose from during this time you're at home to help make many more memories with your family. With specials on classic arcades and pool sticks, too. Let Game Room Gallery bring excitement to any room in your home. Game Room Gallery, Ridgewood Road, just north of County Line. For more, call 601-853-7777. That's 601-853-7777. Online at gameroom-gallery.com. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right, right now, there's, there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. Here's Uncle Cy. What's your favorite kind of bug? Oh, I don't have a favorite bug. Me and bugs don't get along. The scariest one to me is the big spiders. They had spiders in Vietnam so big that when they made their web, it would stick you, okay, and hold you there, and here comes a giant spider. What do you think about that? Scary, ain't it? If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The name to trust for over 65 years. At Havard Pest Control, the difference is clear. At Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pests and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard Pest Control. Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Earlier this month, Milwaukee Tool announced plans to expand operations in Grenada, creating 1,200 jobs. Amazon announced plans this week to build a facility in Bihalia, in addition to a center they're planning in Madison County that would create 1,000 jobs. In an interview with Paul Gallo on Supertalk Mississippi, John Brownsville with the Mississippi Development Authority explained the draw. We have a very high uh, strategic advantage, competitive advantage when it mm-hmm. comes to uh, being located uh, near the Memphis distribution hub. That's why you see so many distribution centers when yep. you're going up I-55 uh, on both sides of the highway. Mississippi Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith is a co-sponsor of legislation to reinstate the right of adults between the ages of 18 and 20 to purchase a handgun from a federally licensed dealer. Current federal law only allows 18-year-olds to purchase shotguns and rifles. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. What I said. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Seaspire Business. 
See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. If a muckety-muck wants you to hear what they got to say, they come here first and sit down with Gallo and JT. This is Ground Zero for all Mississippi muckety-mucks. Super Talk Mississippi. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV, streaming now on supertalktv.com. Becca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi has so many good places for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. So go to visitmississippi.org to explore more. We hope you know you can listen to good things on supertalk.fm and the Supertalk Mississippi app. But the best way to listen to the show each day is always on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station, which you can get anywhere across the state. And you can get, I guess, Cotton Blues um, cheesecakes anywhere across the state now, can't you, Chris? It's getting to that point, um, you know, in, in the Jackson area here, we're in all the Kroger's, all the Kroger's in Mississippi. and Kroger's in Memphis as well, um, but uh, Corner Markets, Ramey's has been unbelievably supportive and great to us um, in the state. I'm forgetting other. I mean, there's a lot of smaller places across the state that carry them, a lot of small shops that carry them. So. Rouse's on the coast. <clears throat> right, Rouse's. Yeah. One I think, too, Mississippi's good about putting their own in their own local businesses as well. You mentioned, Chris, it's super hard for people to break into the bigger box stores, which I think that also shows where, you know, us as as Mississippians should be supporting those labels that make it there. That way we can sort of help keep it there, especially when you think about the story of Cotton Blue's Cheesecakes is also now, you know, you are making them in Mississippi. You're not you didn't choose to go outside. You've created jobs and you're creating opportunities here um, to see that these cheesecakes make it uh, far and beyond. I'm curious, where's the furthest place that you have shipped a cheesecake? Um, we've gone. You can lie. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we've gone Hawaii, Alaska. Canada. We did do Canada last week. First time out of the country. Um, Is that a lot of postage? It's actually not as much as I expected it to be. So I'm curious with, okay, so Nate, I'm, I'm just trying to wrap my mind around the business of shipping cheesecakes and stuff. So I see you loading up your truck and taking it to the post office, but I'm going <laughs> to guess that that is probably not exactly how it works. So not once, quite. <laughs> once you get them made and they're frozen, but you get in these individual orders, or maybe that's where, you know, the websites come in to help, but like, how does, how does it happen next? How, do, how does it get delivered? So we get all of the orders through our Gold Belly portal every morning i go in i print them off on the fedex sticker paper and we package them up in insulated containers with dry ice um sealed up really well put in the shipping box um and then put the labels on and then fedex comes and picks them up Ah, they pick them up for you and then they go to the distribution center and go all over the the, the week of christmas time and thanksgiving it was three and four five hundred no i think we did like almost six hundred in one day I think our biggest day was like seven, <clears throat> seven hundred one day, and that was just you know we'd only been on the site for for a few months at that point, so um, 
it's definitely great in holidays or is it kind of like the amazon for food if that's a very broad slash painting with a broad brush view (laughs) it's more for specific specifically for a lot of restaurants because if you're a restaurant so you can get let's say turtle soup from commander's palace on there and not to get too technical, but if you wanted to make turtle soup and ship it to grocery stores across the country, you have to be federally inspected, and there's a whole another mm-hmm. process of, of red tape. But if you send it directly to a customer, that red tape goes away. So this helps facilitate restaurants selling directly to their customers because it didn't go to another warehouse. It doesn't have to go through a separate processing facility. Now, for us to sell cheesecakes and across the country like we do, and I think we're getting to eight or nine states now, um, we have to be federally inspected, and it's a whole other process of, of accountability. And we have to know where all of our cheesecakes are at all times. So if there ever was a recall, say, by the cream cheese company or eggs or something like that, we can be able to say, hey, these cheesecakes have an issue. So it's 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 a different level when you start going to cross state lines. I'm glad you bring that up, Chris. I was having a conversation with someone the other day, but completely off topic, just talking about how we have the safest food supply here in America. And we often want to, you know, gripe whenever we hear about recalls, but I'm thinking, oh my God, it's so great that we have them. Like, and, and the fact that you there at Cotton Blue's Cheesecake could, could track it down to the cheesecake on where could, could possibly be a contamination. I mean, you're never, when you're dealing with, you know, um, things that are perishable or are going to have a 100% system across as much food that gets moved across the United States. But the fact that we can pinpoint it is just mind-boggling to me that that's out there. Oh, yeah. I mean, our responsibility as food handlers is huge. I mean, there's a ice cream company that everybody's heard of. I'm not going to say their name, but... They, they, there are some children who ate a popsicle or ice cream stick and they died. And I mean, and, and, and it's only a few, so it didn't become as big a story as you'd think. But can you imagine being that parent? So we talk about that all the time, our, our cleanliness and food handling and how important it is. And, and um, not only to make sure your company doesn't crash because of it. But it's just a, a responsibility that you have to take serious. Absolutely. And I know, too, uh, pastry chefs take their craft serious, Sean. So now you're whittled down to, like, the thing that started it all for you and the love <laughs> of food and baking, which is your cheesecake. But do you get in there or get in the, still get in the kitchen maybe whenever the doors are shut and all of the packages have been picked up by FedEx and play around with other confectionery fun stuff? Not there, but I do at home. Yeah, I do a good bit of, of fun baking at home. So what does Sean bake for fun? I'm going to guess it's not a cheesecake. you probably like, I do not want to see a cheesecake when I leave work, which is completely understandable. So what does Sean bake for his friends and family now? Um, it just depends on what I'm in the mood for. I think the last thing was cookies. Um, I did some jams and jellies. And, not every you know. pastry chef is good or dessert chef, pastry chef is good at everything. So what would be like Sean's baking weakness? Um, Which is still probably 10 times better than what <laughs> Rebecca could bake, but that's beside the point. Um, in culinary school, it was macarons. Mm. Like I can do them fine now, but I there was just something about them when I was making them in class. I burned eight different batches. It was some didn't rise, some were burned, some were hockey pucks. Like, 
That but was you, a real big learning curve. But you kept going. <laughs> and I think just going to culinary school in and of itself takes a lot of courage because that that is a field where it's, you know, it's it's very competitive. It takes a lot of, you know, confidence in yourself. You get told a lot of no's. You have to get back up and go, you know, ho- hockey puck or not, keep at it. Um, so where did you get sort of the, I guess, intuition to, to believe in the craft that you could be if you kept with culinary? Um, so I was very ambitious when I was much younger. And I'm from Purvis, Mississippi, very small town. And I wanted out of said small town. Um, well, you're and, not far from it now, <laughs> just so you know. Well, I in Hattiesburg. graduated and moved to Las Vegas immediately. Okay, yeah, you went pretty far. <laughs> <laughs> but you came back. I did. I was too young and ambitious to work anywhere there that actually made money. Like, you had to be 25, like, for all the casinos. And ah. I was 19, so. <laughs> but, the, you know, go back to what Chris was saying. There's so much, you know, things about this story of how if things would have been, if you would have been a little bit older or if you wouldn't have picked up the phone or if you wouldn't have had that happening, you know, with your parents uh, meeting or whatever it may be, then we we probably wouldn't be sitting here because it was it would take someone like Chris to take a chance on someone else's recipe and sort of skills. So did you just have that eye, Chris, then to know that, like, hey, this is a product that, you know, people are going to want. And could you see the end result? I mean, I know the sky's still the limit. There's other layers to get to. But did you know when y'all started making these for sale outside of Cotton Blues, the restaurant, that you would one day be here? Um, I hope so. You know, I've always been overconfident, probably. Um, I've had good parents that gave me all the confidence in the world. So I would see somebody else do something. It didn't matter how big or great what they did was. I'd say if they could do it, I can do it. So, um I looked at the restaurants and I thought about opening multiple Cotton Blues restaurants and it's hard and challenging and takes a ton of capital. And really what made me start thinking about it is I'd watch all these tech companies have unbelievable success over the last 20 years and it's because they're in everybody's living room. And I was like, I need to figure out how to sell something to everybody but not have to have a hundred restaurants or a hundred, you know, different different units. So that's the great thing about this business. I mean, we're probably three, four hundred grocery stores now, and I think by the end of the year we'll probably be in a thousand, twelve hundred grocery stores. The way things are progressing, and and so we own one building, and we're in twelve hundred different brick and mortar places, and and that does, that is part of the reason why a company like this can become very valuable. Like I talked about before, the shelf space becomes its own commodity. So it was definitely I was looking for something like this. I, I had it in my head that I need something like this to make this work. And I thought about different things. We had really good pickles or barbecue sauce, but everybody has pickles and barbecue sauce. And when I started watching the response for the cheesecake and, and, and when people were buying them and how often and frequently, that's when I knew this was this was the right product to do it with. Which I know, too, you now offer uh, smaller, uh, I guess, by the slice or or you are instead of just with the four-pound cheesecake. So how, how can you get the cheesecake now? So Other you can, than flavors. Right. You can get it in the whole ones. And what it was is, is like I said, we figured out things as we go. We were asking grocery stores to take our four-pound cheesecake. We're asking the deli department to break them out and put them in a to-go container and sell them by the slice. And the stores that did that had a lot of success with the cheesecake. Not only did they move a lot of cheesecake because they're selling them single slices, but they're also moving the larger cheesecakes because people had a chance to try it. It is is not an inexpensive product. We believe that the quality and the way it's made deserves the price that it gets. 
but it's still you have to convince people to spend that much on it. So when they would they would taste it, they would be willing to spend the thirty bucks on a cheesecake, but they had to try it first. So the stores that would do it themselves had a lot of success, but it's hard to convince a bakery employee at ten dollars an hour to do what you want for your product when there's thousands of products in there. So we were constantly going around trying to push and, 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 and nag to get them to do it that way. And that's when we somebody else had made a suggestion to me that you need to do a single slice, a pre-packaged single slice. And we got one more slice of Cotton Blue Cheesecake coming up next. I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at New Care MD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org, make a donation, and help change your life today. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close of our cotton exchange, July cotton was down 190 to 89.52. October cotton was down 137 to 87.84. To close of the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were down 5 and 3 quarters to 15, 13 and 3 quarters per bushel. August soybeans were down 13 and 3 quarters to 14.55 and 3 quarters per bushel. July corn was down 10 and a half to 6.44 per bushel. September corn was down 14 and a half to 5.71 and a half per bushel. At the mercantile, June live cattle was down 40 to 115.45. August live cattle was down 82 to 116.47. August feeders down 117 to 148.90. September feeders down 130 to 150.90. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 58 points, 33,927. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. By now, most of the farmers in North Mississippi know us, and a whole lot of people who love this land for hunting and fishing know us as well. Mississippi Land Bank has helped finance farmland, farm equipment, country homes, and recreational land for more than 100 years. We know the people, 
the crops, and the best fishing spots as well. We know the lay of the land in North Mississippi, and that's where I stand. Visit mslandbank.com. Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits? Without changing current processes and proper training, payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the iSolve platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit MWGEmployerServices.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi has so many good places for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. Go to visit Mississippi.org to explore more. We hope you've, we've encouraged you to at least eat or try some cotton blue cheesecake uh, from our conversation today. You know, we're always about supporting local restaurants and local endeavors and the fact that they did pivot there from having their storefront in um, Hattiesburg, or at least that's the restaurant, Cotton Blue's the restaurant. You may have remembered it. Um, but now it's Cotton Blue's Cheesecake Company, but it's still here in Mississippi, and they're turning out six to 800 a day, I think is what you said, Chris, all around the world with no chances to stop. But we had a little fun during the break asking Sean, who is the bakery chef extraordinaire there uh, for the company, and it's his recipe, your very own cheesecake recipe. So which bake, and we were talking about this earlier last week on Good Things, which cooking show, if you could pick one to plop Sean down into, and it may be fun because you know you'd win it, or it may be a twist because you may be terrible at it, which one would you choose? I would go with the Great British Baking Show. Which is what Rhino said. <laughs> what is it about that one that, that makes you interested? The judges. I love them. <laughs> and the idea of baking in a tent. <laughs> Just seems exciting for you. I mean, it doesn't seem, yes, the judges are absolutely um, a lot of fun. But, Chris, you actually have ties to another guest here on Good Things. I mean, years ago, we interviewed your nephew. Give me his first name. Cade. Kate, Kate and he was on Kids Baking, the Kids Baking competition on Food the Network. Master Chef Junior, or Master Chef Junior, in, in that respect. So, so it's just fun how it sort of all comes together. But as a restaurant owner, you mentioned that maybe cooking shows have changed the way we look at just everyday culinary here in our country. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they've they've taught us a lot. They expose us to a lot. And then people learn more, whether it be YouTube or TikTok or whatever it is on, on recipes. And I think also going inside our homes for a year in the pandemic, people started cooking a lot more at home. So um, everybody's a food expert. I mean, you can get – most people don't argue with their doctor or their lawyer, you know, but they'll argue over food on what's better and what tastes better. And food's so subjective. There's a period of time where France was the culinary – center of the world and the u.s has i think surpassed all countries because regionally we're so different and we have mississippi made new york approved so it's a new york style cheesecake but there's different style cheesecakes all over the place i've seen japanese style cheesecakes now and and i think because of the amount of information that we can get with everything in the world but particularly with food now everybody's become an expert and so to be able to impress somebody with the product we get 
rave reviews all the time. Somebody just sent us the nicest email just yesterday saying, um, I mean, he was, this is his quote, I'm a huge fat boy from Alabama. And if anybody ever needs to hear how great your cheesecake is, just let me know and I will go and tell them. He's like, it's the best thing I've ever had. And, and, uh, the story I tell is Donnie Rouse, who's, you know, the family of, of the Rouse's grocery stores in New Orleans and Mississippi. Our cheesecake was just sitting in the back of their home office, and he walked by, ripped open the box, stuck his finger in it, and said, put these in all my stores. So um, to have a product like Sean has to, to impress people is getting more and more difficult now because of the exposure we all have to food and the shows. Well, talking about exposure, though, I mean, you guys are just sort of getting it organically. Just looking through your Facebook feed, I saw where the Today Show had picked you guys up for Mother's Day food gifts ideas to order. And then I know this was a little bit um, a while back, but you had four. What was it for for Valentine's Day for dudes? It was Valentine's Day gifts for men 2021, and it was Spy.com, I think it was. Do you guys know how that happens? How do y'all get on those platforms, or is it just sort of by happenstance? I mean, it happens organically. Um, so, you know, we do have help from a, a publicist that can help us with that, and um, sometimes it just gets picked up and shared. Um, somebody early on picked us to be best cheesecake from every state and i forgot delish might have picked it up mm. and it listed us and then that article got shared over and over i mean there's so many things on the internet that get picked up and shared and that got us a lot of attention um from there and and um you know we we appreciate all the attention we want everybody to be able to try it because that's all it takes is one bite and they're usually hooked so, so how many people do y'all employ now there in waynesboro uh, we're up to 14. All right. And so and the more that you guys ship out, the more – do you have room to expand there? We do. We have a lot of room to expand. Um, freezer space is always a challenge in this business. Um, I wish we sold cookies, you know. Um, <laughs> Four-pound cheesecake right. takes up a little bit in the It takes up a lot space. of room and, and then freezing, shipping, and, 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 you know, we actually use a company that's a, a local Mississippi company called Frozen Food Express that's owned by the uh, Duff Brothers out of Columbia, which is neat. They have one of the largest, you know, uh, national refrigeration freezer shipping companies in the country. <laughs> so it worked that they were our neighbors. But um, so there's always challenges when you're doing a product like this and breaking into the grocery stores because freezer space is at a high commodity. So um, it'd definitely be easier if we had a really good chocolate chip cookie recipe or That's you know, next something. Thing to yeah, do. That should be the next Sean, thing to do. I don't know though. You you're gonna ride this wave of cheesecake for a little bit longer. <laughs> little bit, little I, bit. I think so. Well, you have to come back before two years, okay, Chris? I hope. Hopefully, we are in nationwide, and and that, that would be our goal. Um, and telling a whole different story. A whole different story. Well, Sean, you're welcome back anytime as long as you bring cheesecake. <laughs> I got you. Gotcha. Well, we got you. We got plenty coming up next here on Super Talk. You got Sports Talk Mississippi from three to six. Rhino and I'll be back tomorrow at. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.